like we have meetings and I just I, I, I'm like putting putting the things that we discuss in terms of like Lannisters and, and like it, it's oh my god you should not watch two episodes of Game of Thrones every night for like six months so far I have not found a Why the podcast where we very suddenly decide to talk on a Friday at three o'clock in the afternoon, like very suddenly, and I am interrupted from my listening to the soothing tracks of hollow notes to talk to some professor from EMU. I guess we will be talking one on one. I'm Aaron. I am Dave, and I don't get that joke at all. I got to listen to other music, I guess. Uh, yeah, it is. It's Friday. <laughs> it was I mean, like we had ten minute notice at least. Yes. Not too bad. You texted me, and um, yeah, we're making it happen. We're making it happen. And now, like, I'm doing this instead of reviewing the paper that I'm supposed to review, so it's uh, it's all good. I am doing this uh, instead of doing my Living with a Star annual report, which <laughs> was oh, due the most fun part about winning grants. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. <laughs> I-, I wrote it for you this week. I sent you all the things. <laughs> you did send me a lot of a lot of information. Um, but this year, like last year, they sent me a notice that was uh, like, you're late. And when NASA says they're that you're late, you're not actually late. Like you they want it 60 days before the annual um, date. Uh, and it's for an annual report. So you basically have 10 months, whatever. So they sent me like a, a week after it was due. They said it's it was due like a week ago. And then two months after that, they sent one that's saying, come on, please. Uh, <laughs> this year, they sent me one the day it was due to say, you are now late. They sent me one a week later. That was the second. And then they sent me one another week later, and they just sent me one today. <laughs> and I replied saying, it, it, you are guys are being very aggressive this year. <laughs> uh, second, when I turned in my annual report in April of last year, we didn't get new funding until August. <laughs> so if you would like, I can send you guys an email every week like that you don't give us money. And the person responded like the person sent it to their boss. <laughs> and so the person's boss sent it to me, sent me a response saying, uh, we're not in charge of that. We got, <laughs> we got authorization to send you money like sometime in July and we sent it to you <laughs> like a week after that. <laughs> so bureaucracy, yes, you need more bureaucracy here and need you need to have somebody else sending your reports. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. I'm not, I, I don't have to do it. I, I, I just, I just forward things along. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. That's a perfect comeback though. Right. <laughs> why? Right. Why? The money is more important than the annual report. I, I agree that the money is more. Yeah. Yeah. The American people want to know what I did the last year. That's that is true. And that's yeah. why we're podcasting. See, you don't even need to that do is, an annual report. It's all right here. We could just send them the link. That's right. To well, this episode. That's yes, you can do that. 
we could just talk about what we did for our um, our Venus and Mars uh, <laughs> grant over the last year. Oh man, that'll bring that'll bring in the <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> I see a future with uh, at least like it decreasing to two. <laughs> Well, they could read about a lot of it in an upcoming special issue in in uh, GRL. Uh, people probably don't even know what GRL is. Well, you can Google the G. It's it's the Geophysical Research Ooh. Letters. It's very important. I'm gonna see like if I Google, G <laughs> what do I get? GRL is an American British Canadian girl group from. <laughs> oh, it's the second one. <laughs> it's second. <laughs> Isn't there a disambiguation page? What's going on here, Wikipedia? Uh, GRL, oh, we are good on YouTube. I've got to watch this video. <laughs> <laughs> you Google it, it's the second one. People can figure all it out. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so how's it going, Dave? It's, go it's going all right. It's Friday, and I'm going to Las Vegas tomorrow, so like, uh, life is looking up. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, today was a big day over here. We had undergraduate symposium. Oh. Uh, part five million or however many they've had um, yeah so it was a busy day but we finished up this afternoon i had uh many students presenting they did a mm. good job it was some interesting stuff um we had one whole session on mars atmospheric and surface processes which was which was pretty funny to me wow a whole yeah. session on that yeah because my cap my capstone students are all doing uh mars surface project uh, uh, and then I had one one research student gave a talk of mine, and that was atmosphere. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah, we should we should include that in my annual report. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There was uh, there was four, five presentations today, one of which vaguely resembled something related to <laughs> to your to your annual report. That's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Uh huh. How about you, Aaron? Uh, How's it going over there? It's three weeks till the end of the semester, that which seems is not right. <laughs> it's fantastic um we're getting to crunch time in the balloon class yeah um yeah the students are finishing off their balloon projects this week um next monday is the go no go so they basically have to have all the testing and everything done well, which, by which class is that this is the undergraduate uh freshman level class okay all right yeah gotcha. the other class needs to be finished by Friday, a week from today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we demand that the undergraduates are done a little bit early so they can do their go no goes and we can do a fake launch and they can. We have a slingshot that we have to shoot their packages to make sure that they don't break. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's going pretty well. Um, the the sad thing uh, for me, well, we'll talk about a, a real sad thing. Uh, but Joey and I finished um, the season seven of Game of Thrones, and I Google searched for when does season eight come out. It doesn't come out till 2019. I didn't even know there was going to be a season eight, so. There's, season eight will be the last season of Game of Thrones. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, and gotcha. uh, we can't wait that long, Dave. We need, <laughs> we need spoilers. We need lots of. We need uh, the dark web to unfurl episodes, pirated episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure they have. Just go read uh, book nine. 
there the the tv show is ahead of the books <laughs> that's perfect for martin no one knows no so, one does knows he get royalties based on content that he hasn't produced yet oh my god he wow must. i guess he could because he probably gets royalties like every time the the words jamie <laughs> lannister are used <laughs> well he i mean because it's his world they're using his world that, so there must be exactly. something but I wonder That's if right. he could then, like, since he hasn't written about this new season, if he could then go take what they've written about the season and just put it in the book. That's right. Yeah, I have no idea whether he is, like, sitting in on these meetings and, like, helping to direct everything yeah, or whether idea. they're sort of off on their own and he's like, I don't like where this is going and he's going to just do something totally different. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's really amazing, like, we don't need this to be a Game of Thrones um, discussion, but it's really amazing to me, like, in the first three, four seasons, you know, people would go from one place to another place that's supposed to be a thousand miles, and it would take them half the season to get there, and, you know, they would meet adventurers on the road, and bad stuff would happen, and now it is obvious that they want to wrap this thing up quickly, <laughs> Because, like, people, like, in one scene are in one part of the world, and in the next scene they are back at their home place because, like, they need they need this thing to move along. <laughs> They're skipping whole weeks in yeah. between, like, scenes. That's it's, definitely not, I mean, I, I, I've only gotten through four seasons or so, and that was, yeah, not how it worked. All right, so we have some follow-up. Um, that we hinted at a little bit ago, like four hours ago. Um, so in episode 17, we talked about Facebook, whether it is good for us or bad for us. Uh, and the Facebook has been in the news a lot in the last week or two. Have you looked at this news? I've, I've only seen, I've pulled a CGP gray here and I've, I've, I've only like, I've seen the fringes of this. And, and, you know, I've seen, like, headlines, you know, to paraphrase, oh, this is bad for Facebook. And I'm like, yes, it's awesome. <laughs> Anything that's bad for Facebook is good for me. But I do not yes. know the details of what's happening other than, like, data issues. So so why don't you give me the, give me the summary, Aaron? Right. So uh, back a long time ago in the, uh, in the election time frame, um, some of the um, – campaigns hired this company called Cambridge Analytica and they basically were they're a micro targeting um, company that basically uh, used like psychometrics or something like that basically they looked at your Facebook profile and um, other information about your Facebook stuff and they could tell like all all sorts of stuff about you that was the thought so then they could the campaigns could micro-target you and send you like personalized messages or messages basically like, oh, I see that you hate Hillary Clinton. Let me tell you something about Hillary. Or I see that you voted for this person, but you may be receptive to like Trumpian things. So let me tell you this story or something, you know? So mm -hmm. they basically were trying to target people um, uh, like really fine detail and targeting. Yeah. And I guess that they did a lot of those stupid quizzes that you see. You never are on Facebook, so you probably haven't seen the, many of these quizzes. But it's like, 
which, you know, which accent do you have or which fish would you be or which, you know, state is most like you or which Game of Thrones character is most like you, you know, and so you would answer all those questions. Yeah. And then your data would go to Cambridge Analytica. Mm -hmm. uh, but the reason that they're in the news now is because when you filled out, I'm not saying you particularly, when a person filled out those quizzes, not only would their data go um, to Cambridge Analytica, their profile and everything, but all of their friends' data would go to Cambridge Analytica too. Hmm. Uh, and they were not allowed to do that. By who? Um... The feeling is that it was like Facebook's policy that said you're not really allowed to do this or something like that, or it broke somebody's uh, policy, but like people turned a blind eye to it. Yeah. Um, and now it has come out, and I think that Facebook's um, stock has gone down pretty significantly. I did see that. Um, yes. So Facebook stock. Let's see how, oh, oh, wow. Oh, just through the day, it's gone down significantly. <laughs> well, they heard that we were going to talk about it today. And it's it because went I was down doing some trading. 3.5%. Uh, oh, that's not um, In one day. I mean, that's. Uh, oh, let's look at the last month. Okay, so it was a high of 185, and now it is at 160. So, all right, not I mean, too bad. That's, that's, that's a lot of money in the aggregate because Facebook is worth a lot, but... Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. I was hoping uh, well, for, like, 50%. Uh, they're back to... They got reset basically back to about July of last year. Yeah, all right. In one, in uh, like one week. Yeah. So what you're saying is I should buy Facebook stock right now. Uh, I would wait for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. a week until everybody has forgotten all about this uh, and then starts using Facebook again. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then buy Facebook stock. Right. And then it will go back up. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so my question, Aaron, is... If you put your data on Facebook, are you surprised that it goes public? I feel like this is not something that should be surprising. I do feel like Facebook is basically like taking a microscope, a, a lens, a gigantic lens, and putting it over your body and just saying, anybody look at anything. Yeah, but um, I mean, this isn't like news. This right. Is, we've known this for a long ass time. Why do we exactly. care now? Because it actually um, happened? Hmm, this is a good question. I fundamental. I think that there are people who basically put their best foot forward on Facebook. You know, oh, they yeah. sort of, yes, yeah. And I think that we've talked about this in episode 17, putting your base, best foot forward and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think that when you take all of these quizzes and you sort of like things that people can see more they can read more into that uh, yeah. and they get to know sort of more of the true your true nature maybe i don't know if that's really true no well i mean I, i'm sure 
otherwise this company wouldn't exist, right? Because they're, right. you know, they're, they're, I assume they've got a bunch of really smart people that can identify particular sets of questions that will bring out certain characteristics. True. I assume, True. you know. But, yeah. you know, you just said if you like a bunch of stuff on Facebook, you know, you go through and you're liking friends' posts and you're liking somebody's sheep and you're liking some restaurant. I mean, that's, <laughs> in theory, that's, that is that more you? I think that when you post stuff, then you are, like, purposefully sending out information. Like, that is, that feels very purposeful. Yeah. But when you are liking stuff... I don't know if people connect that to like I am making a public statement. I feel like people don't necessarily connect to that. Right. So my what, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that whereas the things that you post may be not uh, maybe not super truthful about the tr- the person that you actually are. It might be the person that you want to make people think you are. Right. But the things that you like and click on maybe are a little bit more. Yes. More provide more of an insight into your true personality. That's right. I agree. And I think that there's a disconnect from what people think is going on to what's really going on. So I think that people when they press like, it is telling Facebook and other companies about their personality more than what they're posting. But people are sort of thinking that when I like something, I am giving that thing like a little pat on the head saying, oh, what a good thing, instead of saying to the world, like, this is my preference. You you, you know think what? you think that, so I'm sorry, so what you just said is you think that the people that like things think that they are giving a little pat on the back to this company or whatever. No, giving a pat on the back to the thing that they're liking. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I meant. That's yeah. what they, the people think. But in reality, it's actually providing a window into that person's personality. That's right. Well, yeah, of course. Who doesn't think that? Everybody knows that. That's obvious, right? You, you think that every, when you press like on something, you're thinking like, okay, I'm giving Facebook a, a, a window into my personality? Isn't that obvious? I mean, not, not that that's obvious from day one, but what we've, what we've talked about – in this country for the past 10 years yeah. plus about Facebook and net- social networking companies that survive purely based on the data that they gather from the people that use that service. Right. Like, that's not, that's not news. We've known that for a long time. Right. Of course, that's what that, the whole point of the like button is to try to figure out what it is the people what that press the like, like button actually <laughs> like so that yes. they can sell them things. Yes. But I think that what people think it is is like, um, like on the um, like on that black episode, black mirror episode, mm-hmm. where you're sort of giving the other person like a little bonus. You know, you're making them feel good. In reality, like there's another side of like the black mirror episode that no one that was not talked about at all, which is like how do when you rate other people. How does that? What does that tell you about you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I I agree. I think well, I think both happen. I think that's why it's yeah. it's it's useful because as me, uh, as a person who's liking something, I get to say that this is a good thing, and maybe that helps that company or whatever. But right. Facebook doesn't care. They just want to know what you like so that they can sell you things. Right. Like political exactly. candidates. Yeah. For example. 
the a great quote that I heard today was, um, or maybe yesterday, it doesn't matter. Um, if something is free, then you are the product. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So for Facebook, like all of us are the product. Yeah. We're the thing that's generating money for them, obviously. So this is news because like all of a sudden people really realize that yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> right. No, but I think that a lot of people use Facebook and they don't really they don't really get it, you know? Which so Okay. <laughs> uh, I have many bad things to say about those people. And so I will not say them at all. My mom but said I think that once. there are a lot of people who are really like this goes back to our other episode. There are a lot of people who are really interested in Facebook because it allows them to connect with other people. You but know, if you and don't if you don't given the like I said, the last 10 years of Facebook being around and being extremely valuable and like we it's not a secret that they make a living because yeah. they know what people basically think they they know right. what i mean like everybody knows that and yeah. and everybody was fine with that up until i apparently last week right which i guess you know people have a right to change their minds but i <laughs> because i, I don't use that... facebook for you know this is part of the reason why i don't use facebook but like i use google and i am i'm fully aware that google has the ability to crawl through you know my email and figure right. out what it is that I like and target things to me based on that. And so that's an acknowledgement. And I, I don't get to be upset if they start to actually do that. Yes. So, all right. Going back many, many years now to, to like date me, um, they, you know, there used to be like reality TV shows. That, there still are reality TV shows, obviously. But like on the real world and things like that, where they would basically pay a bunch of people to come live in an apartment with people who, you know, they designed the show to be very antagonistic and like, you will not get along with this person. Why don't you live with them for six <laughs> weeks? Like and, and purposely not get along with this person, by the way. Yeah, exactly. It was ridiculous. And, you know, they had film crews in there. Right. Yeah. Literally filming their life 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> and what humans have the ability to basically ignore that and to get used to that. Like so for the first week or two, they were probably like, I can't say that because I am on TV and I will sound like an asshole. And then eventually, you know, two weeks later, they're like screw you guys, you know, because I'm a horrible person. <laughs> and because they totally don't, there's no consequences whatsoever of these people being there, you mm -hmm. know? Right. There's no just consequences. There. They're just there. They're just, they blend into the wall. And when there are no consequences, people just ignore things. They just go about their lives. They do what's easiest. They settle into their steady state conditions, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when somebody pulls back the screen and you see, like, there are a bunch of cameras that are watching you and everything and you realize, like, holy shit, like, this is live on TV, then you freak out, which is what everybody's doing right now with Facebook. 
you know, a week from now, people will have forgotten that the cameras are there and they will just go back <laughs> to being their normal selves. No, I, I totally agree. I, you know, I'm just, it's just, I'm trying to figure out what's particularly unique about this, uh, what was unveiled in this, uh, mm. in this latest in- incident. I don't think that there was anything like really fundamental except for just there is the the possibility that your data will be shared with everybody. But you like shared a, your data. I know. If people don't understand that now, then then it's very sad. I mean, because like it's been so obvious that all of this stuff is out there. Yeah. The the thing that I learned today, the most that I learned today, is that uh, Facebook owns Instagram. So if you're like uh, I'm going to get off of uh, Facebook and I'm just going to go over to Instagram because it's a much better, like, nicer platform and blah, blah, blah. Facebook owns Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. There's no place that's free or free from whatever. Like, it is – it's all horrible. <laughs> Let's move on. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? <laughs> this is what you – this is – this is what you get when you text me 10 minutes before we have to start <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> Topic Just, of the week, superpowers. <laughs> there have been a lot of Marvel movies that have come out lately. I've seen one of them. Oh, really? Which one? Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, I have not seen that. No. Oh, I did see that. I saw that on an airplane. It's got a talking raccoon. How could it not be great? <laughs> I, have we talked about um, any of these movies on the uh, podcast? I don't think so. I saw Thor Ragnarok. I heard that was fantastic. That was really good. I loved it because it, like, you know, a lot of the Marvel movies take themselves very seriously. I know yes. Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't necessarily. Exactly. But that's why it's good. Thor Ragnarok totally did not take itself seriously at all. It was so awesome. Yeah, I certainly have no patience for a, a movie about superheroes that takes itself seriously. Right. Yeah, I didn't see them all, so I don't. Yeah. Anyway, Aaron, what, anyway. what would you? What would your superpower be? Oh, superpower. Um, I would be super smart. No, I think I think healing. That's that's what I want my superpower to be. I want to heal. You want to heal. Yeah, like I want to live forever. I want to be like Wolverine and you I want to live forever. What? So what would you do differently if you could heal? I would go kick some ass. You, so you want to be a, you want to be, you want to be Batman. I don't know what I, I would agree. do. I don't think, I don't think I would be a superhero. I'm just like, you said that I'm like, oh, maybe he'd go mountain biking more. Oh, that might be. <laughs> I would, if I could, if I would like fall off a mountain and I would tumble down a mountain and I would still live through it and everything, I would definitely do more of that stuff. So do you um do you do you remember the splattering splatters splattering the splatters in the the guidebook the so like the one the one guy the main guy his best friend was a splatterer. Oh yes. So he would jump yes. off buildings on purpose to, and then you know get revived and all that. Right. So you so do this that. Is, this is the book where like no one can really die because they yeah. bring you back. Exactly. Yes. Conquered death. Yes. So you want to um, be in that book. I do want to be in that and, book. And so the reason that you want to be in that book is so that you could go jump off buildings and not die. 
Oh, I want to be able to run a bunch of miles and not feel fatigued. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, would know. you would you run a bunch? Would you ever run then? Um, there are Do a you bunch like of running. <laughs> very sub questions about these types of powers like this is the problem with describing all of these powers like if wolverine goes underwater for some length of time will he die or will he just continue like if you put me in a vacuum chamber and i can like heal quickly will i die like with no oxygen because your brain is starved and your brain cells start dying, but you're healed. I, very subtle sub questions, you know? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. In the book that you're talking about, the only way to really kill people was to burn them. Yes. Uh, but otherwise they could basically bring them back. And I think splatting, like it, it would be really hard to bring somebody back with their brain smeared all over. <laughs> that no does not seem real <laughs> yeah if you die by fire i it's sort of the same thing if you're if you're a it pancake. is right right exactly <laughs> well it is so, a fiction book though so yeah healing uh flying would be interesting i but i don't i think of flying as breaking um like newton's laws so you can't really fly flying is just not really an option <laughs> jumping jumping uh, really far like the incredible hulk jumps uh, that is a that is more realistic. Like if you're super super strong and you could jump, Superman I would say is the most unrealistic comic book hero ever created. Uh, I, don't I don't have a lot of expertise here, I, but I, I think the question like what would you do differently is important because when you mm -hmm. when you asked me that question, the first thing that I thought was all I really care about right now, uh, it, which sort of comes from my my recent. Um, uh, choice of reading material uh is is like all i want to do is survive long enough to live in a world where we are an interplanetary species oh and like you can travel freely around the solar system yeah and so uh, what what do i need what superpower do i need to do to make that happen and it sort of sounds like healing is the one healing uh, is the one yeah yep. i guess healing is the one but but i don't want you know like so as long as healing presumably also allows you to stay like young and healthy and active and stuff Right, but that's the point, right? Because your cells are all regenerated, yeah. and and so so they would you'd basically stay your peak self all the time. Right. Like twenty five years old, you would live as a twenty five year old until you died in a fiery crash. Yes, yeah. I was trying to th like I couldn't come up with anything. I'm like, oh, well, if I can survive in a vacuum, that doesn't really help me with the rest of the uni you know the rest of the world getting to be interplanetary and. Yeah. I guess if I had a lot of money, maybe I could become Elon Musk. Is that what my superhero is? Elon Musk? Elon Musk. Doesn't, doesn't seem reasonable. I, no, I gotta, I gotta live for a long time. Elon Musk is a supervillain. Like, we need, we need superheroes to take on Elon Musk. Because, you know, he is all acting like he's, he's <laughs> nice and everything, and he's helping humanity and all this stuff. That's how they all start. <laughs> Well, he, in 10 years, it is not, going to be not, revealed. We're not doing anything to upset Elon Musk until he gets us to Mars. All right. Once we're at Mars uh, or once we have a BFR on our hands, then we can then we could put him in jail. But first, let's let him do his thing. <laughs> and advance technology sufficiently far so that I can one day uh, live in an interplanetary solar system. That'd be great. You're going to you're going to live on a planet that is owned by Elon Musk. 
<laughs> I, I guess mean, that's fine. I live in a country that's basically owned by Facebook. I don't know which one's <laughs> which one's worse. <laughs> I don't know. I think that uh, I think that you live in a company that is owned by Exxon Mobil <laughs> and PepsiCo <laughs> and Monsanto. <laughs> exactly. Triumphant. Triumphant. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah elon musk is uh is, is going to turn out it's going to be revealed in episode uh <laughs> 2024 um of the usa that uh he is a supervillain and he is going to have like millions of flying autonomous robots uh, I don't that know. are going to destroy humanity uh, how do you <laughs> so many questions I have. None of them are important. But but the most important one is, how is it that this is episode 2024 of the USA when oh, shit. arguably oh. the country started much, much later than that? That's very true. Okay, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, hmm. ah, well, yeah. we'll, we'll allow it, though, on a technicality. <laughs> yes, we started off at episode 1776. <laughs> Or uh, fourteen ninety two maybe. <laughs> oh, that's great! Now all the anti-Columbus people are going to be writing in. <laughs> <laughs> How many anti-Columbus people uh, actually listen to us? <laughs> if you take the number of anti-Columbus people and you take the uh, demographic of people who listen to us, I would have to believe that they're that they can't. I mean, you take twenty people randomly and twenty people randomly, and uh, well. I would argue that our our population is not random. It is it skews highly towards <laughs> liberal-minded, intellectual-type people. Uh, the same true. people, I, I would add, that would challenge the assumption that Christopher Columbus was the person to discover uh, North true. America. True. So I, I bet would, there's oh. a high correlation okay. between the number of people in our audience that and the number of people that do not actually subscribe to Christopher Columbi- Columboism. Columbusism? <laughs> Columbusism. I've heard of both ways. <laughs> All right. You are probably absolutely correct. You are probably correct. We are officially off the rails, people. We are off the rails. What would your superpower? Your superpower would be healing also? I, got, I don't want it to be the same as yours. <laughs> What's my, the best? My su- superpower would be invisibility uh, because this oh. would allow me to break into banks and steal lots of money so that I could then put uh. lots and lots and lots of money into anti-aging and uh, and aging uh preventing medicines that i could then take allowing me to live until the solar system is interplanetary (laughs) i think that that's a that's a fantastic um fantastic superpower (laughs) all right invisibility definitely one of the most physically uh realistic ones too for sure for sure (laughs) (laughs) i think that um super healing powers i think that that is going to actually be true like there are going to be drugs that you can take and nano bots that you can inject that will actually make this happen probably not within our lifetime maybe not within our kids lifetime uh but probably within the next 50 years that's what i'm gonna that say that better be within my kids lifetime Oh my God! I would agree you're a monster. With that. You are. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I and am a your monster. kids' lifetime. 
It is within my kid's lifetime. Yes. Also, I would add, I would I would not be terribly disappointed if that was in with my, within my lifetime. That's true. Have I turned 50, that corner yet? Maybe. Yeah, 50 that's, years. That's is, on the uh, downside of the, yeah, it's on the backside of the distribution. It is on the backside. So my question uh, to you then would be, I don't remember my, I had a good question. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I got sidetracked by you murdering my children. (laughs) (laughs) What, uh, what's your favorite superhero movie? No, I know what my question would be. Oh, okay. We are, we are scientists slash engineering minded people. Why the hell are we not working on that system? Why, why aren't we developing these nanobots? We have the we have the ability to do to do this, don't we? Um, Why are I we wasting we, our time in space physics? If you went back to school and you earned another PhD in um, or an MD or something like that in bioengineering, you could do it. I have no doubt whatsoever that you could do it. You need to quit your job and um, go back to school, though. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that part of the deal. Yeah. Yep. Can I just get funding? I'll just be like, hey. I'm sure that you could write a really good proposal to be like, hey, give me you know half a million dollars to let me <laughs> figure out how to take my Arduino and shrink it down <laughs> to a nanobot size. <laughs> I'll call it the Arduino Nano. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Knocked it out of the park, man. <laughs> To come up with a with a Hall and Oates joke joke for that one, <laughs> I don't even I don't even know. <laughs> All right, um, are we good with superpowers? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right, uh, now we get to the most depressing thing of the week. Oh yes. Uh, so Stephen Hawking died. Yeah. That was that was sad. That was sad. Yeah. It was it was not so sad though. I I think it wasn't sad because like it was such a big deal. I think it's pretty yes. cool that so many people around the you know around the world like made made mention or whatever. Everybody everybody is talking about it when it happened. Yeah, it's amazing that so many people actually know who some of these really predominant scientists are. Yeah. Oh my God, what is uh what's the guy's name who is the head of the planetarium, who goes and talks on Neil all deGrasse these- Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes, thank you. Um, you know, a lot of people know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is, but he is really like a science evangelist. Yes. He is not. I don't know that he writes like a bunch of science papers and actually like is a giant mind in um, astrophysics. No, he's just a very vocal person. He's like Trump, except (laughs) for science and liberals. For science and liberals. Exactly. Where, like, Stephen Hawking was one of the greatest minds that has ever lived yeah, uh, in astrophysics and, like, really moved the world forward in our understanding of the universe. And, like, a huge number of people know who Stephen Hawking is, mm-hmm. which is really fantastic. That's really awesome. It is. I yeah. Mean, it's, it, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, like, um, it makes me think, how many average person how many um physicists can they name oh uh a non-average person how many physicists can they name i mean if you if you if i said name as many like particle physicists as you could as you could yeah 
like how well you teach classes you probably teach like a modern <laughs> physics class so you all you i do know. not all right i had a better idea of, uh, i did know some prominent particle physicists names but now i've forgotten them so yeah but only because there was a movie oh yeah particle fever which is a great movie you should go see it if you haven't seen it particle fever you haven't seen particle fever my god man no you're I don't a even physicist know what that is. It's, oh. it's the movie about CERN and discovering uh, the Higgs. Oh, okay. It was, done, it was done not for physicists. It was done for normal people. It was really well done. Uh, I am currently opening up Wonderlist and adding that quantum fever. Quantum? No, partic particle fever. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> no, no wonder why you haven't seen Particle fever? <laughs> <laughs> so I could... I don't know how many I could name. I could probably name uh, 20 to 30, maybe, people who are not in my field. Okay. Maybe 20 that seems to 30. Like a, that's, a, that's a big number, but maybe, maybe I could get there too. I'm sure you could. If you started thinking about, like, all of the the constants that are named. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's just not fair. I'm, I'm actually talking about how many people that are alive. Oh, how many are alive? Oh, God. Uh, four? Three? <laughs> okay. Two? One. How many? But but those are probably the same that most other, uh, maybe not most, but a lot of other people could name. I mean, so so Stephen Hawking was a big one. Does Bill Nye count? Uh, he's a <laughs> science guy. I don't think he's a physicist. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> but that's it. I mean, Bill Nye's a good one. Like he's a, and, and certainly like Neil deGrasse Tyson, again, maybe not really... Uh, a physicist per se, more of a, right. like you said, ev evangelator. Right. Um, I think we should Freeman cut this Dyson? conversation. Oh, is he, is he alive? Yes. Yes. <laughs> See, um, this shows, I'm just going to show my ignorance on all of these <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's hard to come up with, with maybe Brian Green because he's written a bunch of books. Uh -huh. Does he do physics anymore? I don't even know. Yeah. I guess it's not that many, but right. I know one, a lot of people. Stephen in my Hawking. Field. Everybody could name Stephen Hawking, and you know, and still right. can. He's dead now, but like, I, I think he was. Is he the most famous scientist in the world? I would guess he, that he was the most famous living scientist in the world. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. It's, it's to me. I think it, it feels like the most famous scientists generally are physicists. You go back yeah. in history. I mean. I mean, Einstein, Hawking, Feynman, maybe for lesser uh, yeah. appropriate reasons. Um, right. I mean, Einstein is probably one of the most famous. Yeah, um, I mean, certainly. I, like Pasteur. Yeah. People like that. There are some pretty famous people on um, biology. Oh, so to, oh, to be sure. I mean, certainly there are. Yeah. So we have to wrap up, I guess. We do have to wrap up. But really quickly, Google search most famous scientists. Einstein, Newton, Hawking, Galileo, Marie Curie, Charles... Uh, there's the biologist. All right. We get pretty deep, though. Huh. Yeah, physicists. The physicists most important win. people. We'll declare it. It's settled. <laughs> we have a bunch so of eye... Important. <laughs> we have a bunch <laughs> of eye rolls here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, nothing written down for recommendations. What, what Do you have a recommendation? I would, I would very quickly highly recommend the Michigan men's basketball team. Uh, they're very <laughs> good. All right, uh, so that's your recommendation. My recommendation is um, 
I don't know, since Joe is here in my office, I'll recommend this band called Rush. Uh, people <laughs> may have heard of sure them. I'm sure you were going to go with Hall & Oates. Hall & Oates. <laughs> right. Um, no, Rush. Uh, they saw, sang this song called Tom Sawyer. I think that they were a one-hit wonder. Yep, that sounds right uh, to me. Yeah. One, what, yeah, each year for, what, the last 50 years or something like that? 40. 40 years they've put out an album every year for, like, a millennium or something? I don't know. I hear they have an it's okay been, drummer. They have an okay drummer, yes. He's been known to uh, use sticks to hit things. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right, so if you, if you really wanted to um, listen to, uh, what's the best Rush song, Joe? Uh, Xanadu off of Exit Stage Left. What? You're just making up words now. I would agree. Subdivisions. Uh, if you have never heard the song Subdivisions by the band Rush, you should absolutely. like. And if you have teenagers who are going through angst, uh, they should listen to um, Subdivisions by Rush. So your recommendation is to encourage their angst. C- encourage their angst, exactly. <laughs> All teenagers should be encouraged to have angst. Uh, except oh. my teenagers. Then, they then it would be... Chill the F out, man. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. All right, Dave. All right. Uh, it has been fantastic potting with you. <clears throat> that, oh, was a great, that was a great podcast in, uh, with, with 10 minutes notice. With 10 minutes notice. Exactly. Uh, do you want to roll us out? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we, we like, totally could not do this without the support of, of, of Joey Parker and Joe. I forget Joe's last name. Mansuis. Uh, I never would have gotten that. I was going to go with Miller. Uh, and also Eastern Michigan University and the University of Michigan with indirect support from the National Science Foundation um, that they'll one day learn about. We, we've just been we've been answering all sorts of questions on the Reddit lately at, uh, at slash r slash x and why. Uh, and, and I check the email every now and again, xandypodcast@gmail.com. Finally, we got to thank Kenny Carlson, is uh, just just always, always making us sound less bad. Less bad, exactly. That's Kenny's job, and he is a wizard. He's killing it. It's a superhero power. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, he got the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for us, though. That's true. All right. Uh, we will talk to you later, Dave, and have, have a fun. Weekend. Yeah, have fun in uh, Las Vegas. Woohoo! So far, I have not found a science. the numbers keep on circling me, but the numbers keep on circling me. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that.